Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Make Your End Destiny podcast, the podcast that shapes you to take control of your future. Today, we have a very insightful conversation lined up for you guys to learn from our very special guest, Fizo. Fizo has his own thriving marketing company, but also a study program that helps you study abroad. Now today, we're going to talk about international exposure and we're going to learn how international exposure can help you transform your life how it can give you connections, how it can give you a wide range of network, and how you can get opportunities from this. But before we dive into all that, we have to learn who Fizzle really is. We have to learn his background, how he got to where he is, how he's making his own destiny, and how you guys can learn from him. Personally, I've seen a lot from his Instagram page. I've seen a lot from him. I've learned a lot already, and I'm sure you guys can learn a lot too. So yeah, as Monte said, we have a very, very special guest today, Fizzle. Yo, Fizzle, welcome to our podcast. For a very, very long time, we have been looking for guests and Fizo was one of those guys who did not hesitate to join our podcast. I remember on the first approach, Fizo accepted and we are very, very proud to have him here today. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So as always, guys, as you know, hit the like button, subscribe because we'll be having guests here, a lot of guests. We have different kind of guests that we have been inviting. So they'll be here. They'll be sharing their journeys. They'll be sharing very good value with everyone of you. Yeah, so Fizo, welcome, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here today. So without further ado, before we dive in deep into the world of international exposure, let's understand first who Fizo really is. So, brother, can you please tell us, for the people to know, a bit of your background? Yo, sure. My name is Fizo, Fizo Faris, and uh, I'm just a young guy, 23 years old. And right now I'm still a student, graduating after like two months, and I'm also a director, CEO of my own company called Jofax, Okay. where we do a lot. We do marketing, we do farming, we do mining, we do tech students to study abroad as well. So, it, But for these people, let's focus on the study abroad and marketing, because it has been the best part among all. Okay. Yeah, so that's uh, a short introduction about me. But also, I, I, I'm a motivator. You know, I talk to a lot of students when I move around schools. So I, I'm a brother. Put everything aside. I'm a brother. So guys, uh, before before we talk about more, if you guys want to learn a bit for about Fizo as well, we're gonna put his handles for you to text him. He will motivate you. He'll push you. I mean, as his end of the day, he's a brother, just like all of us here. He wants he wants you guys to make your own destiny. But what made you uh, start Joyfax? What made me start Jofax? It's a little bit long story, but I'll cut it short. I went to India for my bachelor, uh, bachelor of radiology. And I was taught to study radiology by my parents because, you know, I want you to be a doctor. And I was like, okay, let me just go. I had no way out. When I went to India, I started working with the university. Whatever the university wanted to shoot videos, they will call me. Uh, if they want to do anything, maybe a ceremony, I would master that ceremony. So they saw something in me, which I didn't see. Then they called me one day and they were like, we want to work with you. Can you go back to TZ so that you can help us get more students? So that, you know, I, I, I went there by scholarship. So they were like, can you go back to Tanzania to help more students get this scholarship? We're going to cover everything for you. That's when I was like, oh, if I go back, my parents won't understand me, but... There are people who I'm supposed to help. And this thing, you know, something that I love. I love talking. I love standing on stage. And I was like, I should do this. I took risk, man. Trust me, guys. No risk, <laughs> no story. Yo. True. Yeah. If I had not, uh, if I had not taken that risk, I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. 
But because mm-hmm. I did it, that's why right now I got a story to tell. So after that, it's when I came back to Tanzania. Uh, I was working for my university. I managed to take more than 200 students abroad with my, uh, with my university when we were collaborating. But I was also working with some companies, agencies that were taking students abroad. I won't mention them, but okay. I was working with them. After that, it's when I decided by myself, why can't I do my own thing? Man, it's hard at first, mm-hmm. but trust me, the hard things are the good. That's true. When you see something is hard, it's the good one, man. Uh, when you do the hard thing, the glory is higher. Trust me, the glory is higher. The, 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 the... It's quite, I don't know how to explain this, but trust me, anyone who is listening to me right now, if you feel like there's something hard, something hard for you to face, something hard for you to do, do yeah, it. Yeah. <coughs> it's the one. So after that, it's when uh, I was like, I, I need to do my own thing. I need to do something that will help people to move forward. And I met my brother. You know, Joe Fax is a combination of two names, Joshua and Fadili. Okay. So we sat down. I was like, bro, can we do this? Like, yes, we're going to do this. It was a very, very, imagine I was 22 years old, walking into TRA, uh, going to Brella. Hey, <laughs> and they're like, are you going to open the company? You're 22? Yes, I'm 22 and I'm going to open. Do you have the funds? I have the funds and they were, they were so surprised. But trust me, do not fear. Do not fear who is going to say what or at what time people are going to criticize you. Just do it. Don't fear. Face your fears. That's when I faced my fear, went through all the processes of opening up the company and I was able, we were able to register our company. It was on 5th of April 2022. It was a very uh, good day for me. We got our license, then it's when we started making the execution to which we started. We started with marketing. Then after I got contract with the university, it's when I started working with different universities to help the students study abroad. That's a short introduction about me. Man, that's quite a good journey. And I really liked when you talked about how hard things are, you know, when things are easy, it means Everyone can do it. Everyone you know? can and do it. Yeah. If there's something that anyone can do it, then it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, it. for okay. example, me and Monty, we are facing so many hardships. You know, on bringing this podcast up together. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of guests just don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really it's very 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 difficult. So, yeah, as you said, hard things are the best things for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, man, that's quite the story. Personally, I'm. I was feeling I was getting some goosebumps just listening to it. You know the fact that you're talking about just do it. The brief story about how me and Musa started this podcast was literally we went Qatar. Oh really? Yeah, we were at the World Cup actually. This okay. was last year, December. Yeah. Oh. We were just walking, and I remember I was telling Musa that I I, I I remember I contacted I talked to my friend, and I was like, uh, "Can we start a podcast?" And my friend just took it took it like simple. He he wasn't really serious with me. So when I mentioned to Musa, Musa was like, "You know, Monty, if you do this, like he was telling, he was pushing me." And I was like, why should, why is he just pushing me? And I was like, why don't we do it? Musa was like, what? I thought Musa was going to say no. Yeah. Musa was like, yeah, bro, let's do it. And best believe from there, we were actually heading to the mall. Mm-hmm. And I got to the mall, I was like, I was like, let me just show Musa how serious I am. And I bought these mics. Whoa. Literally yeah, bought yeah. these mics first go. I was like, Musa, take these back to Dar Islam. Wow. And as soon as I come back, we're going to start shooting. We came back. I was like, in my head, like, I was traveling back to the UK. And I was like, am I really going to do this? <laughs> it's going to be hard. Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to yeah, do yeah, this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Musa, me and Musa started talking like, bro, it's, it's hard, but we're going to do it. By the end of the day, we started doing it. And uh, as Musa said, it's actually hard. I'm not going to say people don't want to support us, but 
not everyone wants to support you because not everyone's believing not everyone believes in your journey no, yeah. and what we take it is as it's, it's a push for us because at some point we at, right now as we are we have some people that did support us when we started but right now they post us without even us asking mm-hmm. so it's just a, it's just it just shows that i'm sure yeah. even for you yep. you went to some people you're like oh can you do this with me i'm sure they said no for sure but like, then I, right I, now I seeing that you're growing they they want you they want to be with you mm-hmm. and True. that's how life is i mean you're going to start doing something no one's going to want to be with you but end of the day you have to do it for yourself why why should i do it for musa or should i do it for fees or why should i do it for anyone i want to do it for myself end of the day i'm the one who's getting the rewards everyone else is just an extra mm-hmm. so just do it face the hardships even in personally a muslim even in quran it says when there's hardship there's ease and this was repeated two times when there's hardship there's ease mm-hmm. for myself obviously as a muslim if God can say that, why should I just not listen to? Why should I just listen to someone who's gonna tell me, "Oh, that's hard. You can't do it." No, if God said it, that means I can do it. But then, yeah, that's just a brief story of how this podcast started getting <laughs> going. If you guys didn't know, you guys did it. We did it, as Fizo said, just do yes. it, and yes. we did it, man. So we are here today with brother Fizo. But uh, I recently, I recently saw that. Uh, a deal between you and Middlesex. First of all, congratulations! Oh, for oh that. thank you, thank you so <laughs> much. Congratulations for that. <laughs> thank you but, so much. Uh, so how did that come about? How did you come from being in Dar es Salaam, uh, in Tanzania, obviously for people who don't know, to all the way to Dubai? Whereas mm. you didn't, that's, very, that's a big step. So mm. how did that go about? Okay, the first thing I can say, you know, a lot of people do take students abroad. Okay. A lot of people do do this every day. Every day, you know, I was just going through statistics and more than 1,000 students last month went to US, just US. Okay. But these students are going there. They don't know where they're going, you know. But I was like, it has been my passion right now. You know, when I help that student go abroad, when I, I escort that student to the airport, and when I see him waving at me, hello there, bro, I feel that joy, man. I feel like that joy because it's not taking someone abroad. It's not about taking a student to study. It is very deep. You know, this public speaking and uh, what you're doing right now is not only a podcast. Okay. There's something deep, but I won't speak about it. It's called the spirit of menorah when you go deep, deep, deep into the studies, you know. Listen, when you help someone to go abroad to study or when you help someone to do anything or when anyone hears what you're saying, you are pushing those people closer to their destiny. Okay. People don't know that. So when I do take students to study abroad, I do not only take them to get education. I know in one way or another, I'm pushing these students towards their destiny. And I believe I'm going to be blessed one day. For real. You feel me? Because yeah, I'm man. helping someone. So what made me go to Dubai, I, I, I've moved around many countries, but I, and I have worked with a lot of agencies. Okay. But each time I went to work with those agencies, each time I always told them, I need to make live contents for marketing this university. None of my students, because I was an influencer to them, you know, I'm the influencer, then I get students, then students use that agency before I started my company. So Mm -hmm. I cannot, I can never take a student to a place I've never been or to a place that I don't know. Trust me, more than 10,000 students suffer when they go outside the country to study. They suffer a lot. Some of them die, man, because they don't know where they're going. People, this, I I, I don't know if I'm doing that, but people are turning this into a business. But 
bro if you are doing a business that is bad it's not good yo you understand True. so what True. i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say i went to dubai it's costful dubai is expensive yo but i, I did all i can what i'm trying to say that i this uh, i'm returning back to the society that's yeah. why i'm able to cross the borders i'm able to go from continent to continent stay in the university that the student is staying so i can experience that uh, that life there so back then when i go to the student i'm like yo i was living at middlesex university i was going there every morning yeah. this is their schedule it creates liveness you see it creates the, that feeling that oh i'm in safe hands you know I made those videos. It was very expensive as well, you know, getting a photographer in 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 in, in the UK in, in the Dubai and moving around with them. But what I was what I did was like, bro, let's just do it. So what I'm trying to say, when I was shooting the videos, I was like, where will these videos go anywhere? But trust me, as I said before, they had a good. A few days ago, I was with my young brother. Then I received a call from Zimbabwe. I have okay. never been to Zimbabwe, my friend. I have never been to Zimbabwe. <laughs> then I was like, hello, we've seen your videos. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to study in Middlesex University. Sure. Zimbabwe. <laughs> and I believe more students from Africa will see the videos. That's the power of social media. Yeah. You understand? But I'm trying to say, through what I did, some people's destiny are being fulfilled. And that's what matters, man. I'm tr- I don't know. There are people who have no religion there out there. There are people who have religion. If you really have a religion, man, the good deeds always come back. You understand? So whatsoever you're doing, do it with your all heart, with your all energy. Sacrifice yourself because what you give comes back. It might not come back to you. You know, it <coughs> might not come back to you, but it can come back to your relative. Sure. You, you guys are creating awareness to people right now, but there are people behind you. You guys are going to have kids. You're sowing <laughs> a seed for the future. Yeah, you yeah, understand? Yeah. So I believe that I was able to go to Dubai for shooting the videos. I was able to go to Turkey and many other countries because I did what I was doing with all my heart, with all the passion. And I have that desire, deep desire inside that people should get the good things because trust me i did not say this before when i went to india my guys when i arrived at that university I was like is this a university or it's just a block which is being built <laughs> because i had no one to guide me man i had no trust me i had no i just applied by myself i was like let me just go to india that university was i'm sorry but it was it was a mess yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust me so what i'm trying to say we are doing this to i, I felt you know it's another continent you left your family and you don't know where you're going. And when you read there, you're like, is this where I'm going to be staying, yo? And I paid <laughs> the money. It's not that you didn't pay the money. It's what I'm trying to say. We want to save these people. We are doing it to help our fellows to not go through the hardships we're going. That's the short I can say. And as you said, you are doing this to help people to make their own destinies. Mm-hmm. So this like your purpose. Your purpose yes. is helping people. Mm-hmm. But trust me, out there, not everyone is like you. Sure. Yeah, people are very, very different. So I'll share one story, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was going to university. So I met some people who told me, I'm going to help you to go abroad. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know their, their real motives behind that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I came to realize that I was just a pawn on the chessboard and they were there to just to make money off me. Yep. So mm-hmm. they charged me service fee, 
then they came they charged me ticket i paid i overpaid for the ticket Ooh. and they said when i get there they'll find me a dormitory they will guide me and Which everything country was that to turkey okay Turkey. and then when i reached in turkey i found myself like i'm alone Ooh. there was no one to help I, me i do feel you yeah yeah so so i had now to start everything by myself oh. i had to go my own way so it was very in very a new bad. country yeah yeah, and yeah you don't yeah. know the turkish language i don't well. know the Turkish language i'm in a new country and it's cold. Was it cold? I I went I went during the summer. Oh, I went during the nice. summer, but then I found myself with no house, bro. Yeah, and and I also paid money for rent mm-hmm. just to realize that I, I got scammed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even got scammed money for rent, bro. Like I was just left there to die, man. I can say it like that. People. It was very very bad. I can imagine. I can feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> What we are doing is very, very nice. I hope Thank people you. understand. Yeah, because uh, going to a new country abroad, man, it's crazy. <coughs> it's crazy. You you going to a place you got no relative, yo. <laughs> so it's <laughs> and being black, being black, being African, mm. you face a lot of troubles. Sure. Everyone, even if you don't need help from anyone, mm. people just looking at you in a foreign country, Mm-mm. they'll think you need help because you're black. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them they'll throw true, all the racist true. trash on you. Until you get used to it, mm. it's what it is, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, as you said, yeah, we're both making out like we're both trying to help people to achieve their destinies, which is a very good thing. But then, um, as you look at it, you're talking about how you went to India. Yep, yep. So you went through some obstacles, as you said. You thought it was like a dormitory, but it's just like a block that's being built. So how is this going abroad to try gain exposure or the exposure that you got mm. in by studying or by even just going for holidays how has it helped you shape how how has it shaped you and how has it helped you to have to have your own company and obviously help people when it comes to studying especially studying because people are going to other countries how has that exposure helped you okay one thing i can say before i start explaining that is that you will reach in life in life you will reach as far as you understand as far as you understand is where you any your understanding is the fuel towards the far distance you can go okay understand if you want to reach far you're going to understand more when you speak about exposure man exposure is so wide but it's wide yes but in its wideness there is understanding when you go outside they are not like in TZ, yo. <laughs> Every country I have been is different. Every country. They have something unique. There is a unique way that they have moved forward. So, what I'm trying to say. One day, one day I was in... I, 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 I'm this young boy who has always been depending much on... I know my parents were giving me some uh, pocket money and stuff. But I'm this kind of guy who was always liking like to get myself the, own, the, the, the things that I love. I, I keep money, I do all I can so that I can save to get something that I like. So I remember back then I was a Samsung user. I really used, loved to use Samsung phones. <laughs> then I said, I want to switch to iPhone, but I was saving. I had like, they call it a kibubu, you know, the <laughs> kibubu yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was saving money so that I can get my first iPhone because everyone was like, this phone is making good videos and stuff. So 
I was in Qatar. And when I was in Qatar, I met a certain boy. He was from US. And we just started talking and vibing. Hey, bro, where are you from? I'm doing this. He was 20 years old and I was 21 years old. So we went to the iPhone store. And he told me, oh, I'm doing the Forex. I'm doing some little business. By, by the time he was telling me that I'm doing business, I was like, you are 20. And you're doing business. <laughs> and I'm 21 <laughs> with my birds. I had nothing. I'm like, hmm. So we, we kept moving. You know, Qatar Airport is so wide. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very wide. So while we're moving around, we went to the iPhone store. So I was, bro, let me check. And he was like, ah, this is the iPhone. Eh? Yeah, it was iPhone. I don't remember which iPhone that was. But what I'm trying to say, when we arrived at the shop, I went there for window shopping and just looking the phones and playing with them. But yeah. that boy was like, mm, I like this one. Right away, he took his card and he, he took three pieces of iPhone. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you have this, all this cash. I was like, yeah, I deserve it because I've been working so hard. I've been working so hard. And um, I think I didn't know these things are cheaper in the airport. I was like, <laughs> And for you, so for yeah, you so it was expensive. like a, a, a cheaper. What I'm trying to say, that thing, that simple scenario, gave me motivation. You understand? Yeah, yeah. If if right now you give me two thousand USD, then you tell me to do some things. One among the things I'll do is traveling. Traveling is the enemy to ignorance, but people don't know. True. People don't know this. So I'm trying to what I'm trying to say through traveling I have learned a lot. You learn how th this is why people say you 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 in Tanzania, you are staying in Tanzania, my friend. You are thinking in tea shillings. <laughs> eh? You are getting one million, you are saying I'm a rich kid, you are going to the club popping champagne. What is one million? One million is a price for a shoe in US. True. <laughs> you understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vijana, these youth in Tanzania, they have to think in dollars, man. The moment you think in dollars, trust me, you're going to be wise. When you get 10 million, you'll be like, I'm nothing. There is a kid like me out there. He has more than this. And he's humble. For real. Traveling is the enemy to ignorance. People are making just short deals. Someone is getting like... Eh? five million t-shillings yeah? it's like yo I'm a f you can't even talk well with people bro and they call you boss you know yeah they call you boss boss relax <laughs> five million is nothing to some people you understand so what i'm trying to say exposure has humbled me and i i admit i've been humbled exposure removes ignorance i cannot say i'm smart but i'm trying to say i have tried a little bit and i'm Keeping on trying to remove my ignorance. Exposure helps you to live with every kind of person in this world. Everywhere you'll go, you'll be able to blend in because you have lived with a lot of people. From Listen, I was in Dubai. My first time in Dubai, I stayed with one of my friends. That friend of mine is from Zanzibar. And he, he was having a girlfriend from Thailand. So these people used to cook food. But the food was raw. They eat raw meat. Eh? Yeah. They just do the cha-cha. The meat is still red. They take it inside. Then they called me to eat with them. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Yes, yeah, bro. You come and try. The girlfriend was there. The guy was there. Then I was like, bro, I cannot take this. So I just left my... I was not... I was using those sticks. I don't know how they're called. But chopsticks. Was, yeah, chopsticks. Chopsticks. 
I was using the chopsticks. I went there, I ate and I was like, no, I left them there and I was like, I'm going to sleep. On the next on the next day, it was my friend's accommodation, you know. Dubai accommodation is very expensive and I admit I was living at my friend's place because I went there for work, not for leisure. Yeah. So I woke up next morning and my friend was like, bro, why did you do that thing yesterday? Why did you do it? My girlfriend just left me. What? Yeah, my girlfriend just <laughs> left me. He said that you are discriminating her. I was like, bro, oh, but I even said bye, I'm going to sleep. Uh, you know, the food I appreciated, you understand? So we, ha- we the different, the way you, you're saying Mambo VP in Tanzania, there's a person when you, have you been to Nigeria or ever had Nigeria, Nigerian people talking, <laughs> eh? It's different from Tanzania. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. shout a lot, you understand? Exactly. But we have to learn to blend in all these people, you understand? Because you don't know, at the end of the day, who will help you to do what? Who will take you where? So we exposure helps you to match the living styles of different people in this world. At the end of the day, it pushes you forward to do different kinds of things because in different kinds of people, there are different kinds of opportunities. So guys, exposure humbles you. Exposure gives you wisdom. Exposure, at the same time, uh, it opens up your mind. Habibi. And Habib, please. Listen, ex- exposure is so important. It gives you wisdom. It gives you humbleness. Exposure True. gives you connections. True. Exposure is the enemy to ignorance because when you travel, you cannot expose without traveling. When you travel, you remove that ignorance. That's why when you go in the in the flights, then you meet our fellow Africans. They're always like this. Sometimes you even don't know how to put the the belt. They're like, how do we do it? <laughs> Exposure humbles you. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So. I advise these people who are watching this video right now. You have been you you were born in Tanzania. You have twenty years in Tanzania, my friend. Twenty years. All those years you have never even go God has created this world so that we can go around it, yo. Yeah. Understand? So if you can, by any means, Kenya for you understand? Go even to Uganda, go even to South Africa. Though at this, uh, one thing I can say, exposure is expensive. Yeah. It's not about the money. It's about the time. It's about the endurance you pay while you're living with those people. There are some countries where when you go, it's a mess. No matter how good they are, there is nothing that is good that's, that has no challenges. Yeah. You understand? There might be <coughs> some things which have little, little challenges, but no matter how something is, you might meet some challenges so i want to say don't get excited so much on the exposure part it's okay you can be excited you can be motivated but remember there is a price to pay for the exposure that's it for me regarding exposure today you said some some very very deep words today man i didn't expect it but oh. <laughs> yeah i mean you're killing it so as you said you know exposure cannot be taught you know you cannot go to someone and explain yes. exposure tell them a story about exposure you have to be there you have to experience by yourself it. you cannot watch exposure in the movies you know you have to go you have to move you have to travel to sure. see it for yourself mm. and i remember i was in this country this other country talking about different kind of culture and living with different kind of people so in tanzania you know mm-hmm. we are used 
to do some hand gestures to people mm-hmm. like i can be explaining to you something to you like bro i went to the market and there were a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> so i went to this country and i was trying to explain to this mm-hmm. white dude like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you guys have uh, like a lot of money <laughs> So, and everyone was looking at me like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so, for them, doing this means like you're being ass. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's what it means. So, they were like, everyone was looking at me strange. Mm-hmm. But it was just because of exposure. Yeah. You had I was not exposed, you know. For sure. Yeah. And we, I'm Muslim. So, mm-hmm. you know, in Islam, there are, there are pillars of islamic religion so mm-hmm. one of the pillars is you have to travel you have to go to mecca mm-hmm. if you have the money you have the finances mm-hmm. if you look at that pillar mm-hmm. the prophet was insisting people to travel mm-hmm. that's how i look at it so you have to go out <coughs> of your place go somewhere else go sure. and learn you understand so a lot of people travel to mecca every year mm-hmm. probably more than six million so of those people they're following the pillar of religion mm-hmm. but they're getting exposed they're sure. traveling so traveling is very very important and if you're a believer mm-hmm. that's a no-brainer mm-hmm. you must travel if you have money as you said you don't have to go to mecca you can go to kenya go to uganda travel yeah. i remember last year december i traveled to here in tanzania i went to usambara mountains Usambara, yeah. okay yeah you know traveling does not necessarily mean you have to go to a higher country mm-hmm. you can even go to, to the village you have traveled you know it can make you appreciate life more because when i went there i saw these kids like all they see is mountains around them mm. they don't see anything other than mountains and crops i even asked my friend like man just imagine a kid here is dreaming of mm. becoming a president mm. how the hell is he or she going to make it mm. because there's no exposure mm. it's like they're living in the darkness so imagine I just traveled <coughs> within Tanzania mm-hmm. to Sambara mm-hmm. and I saw those people are living in the darkness. That's how I felt when I traveled to Europe, when I traveled to Asia. Mm-hmm. Those guys think us Africans were living in the darkness because they are more exposed than us. Mm-hmm. The same way that I thought those kids in the village are living in the darkness, that's how other people are feeling about me. Mm-hmm. So even exposure, there are levels to exposure, man. You have to go out there, you have to travel. I can imagine, rem- I remember in history, mm-hmm. long time ago, mm-hmm. it took people years just to cross the Sahara Desert. Years. Years with camels. Camels, yeah. But right now, everything has developed, technology mm-hmm. has developed. You have to travel. Just imagine uh, a thousand, or not, not, not even a thousand, just imagine 200 years later. The people that will be living during that time and they'll be learning stories about us that mm. we are living in the same place until we die mm. man mm. it's gonna look very very funny to them in a sense so yeah you don't need so much money to travel it's expensive in terms of time in terms of resources in terms of the hassle that you have to go through but trust me it's worth it you won't be the same if you travel to different places. Sure. Another way you can say like how it's worth it is simple example of how me and you have personally seen this. We went to Qatar to obviously watch the World Cup. And when we went there, there's a lot of things that humbled us. A lot of things that were new to us. A lot of things that we learned from. For example, 
the place that we stayed was actually a container. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> here, for example, if I tell you to go stay in a container, you'd think I'm disrespecting you. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I tell someone, a guest that's coming to you here, to arrive, that's arriving here, to stay in a container, you think it's disrespect, right? But the way they built them, the way they set them up, you'd think, as soon as you walk in, you'd think it's a room. Like, you'd think it's a, it's a proper room. It's a room actually that you can actually pay for like $50 to just, we paid a lot to be honest. I'm not going to say the price, but it was quite pricey. And for you to look at this and like, oh wow. I remember when I saw this, I sent the pictures to my dad. And I was like, can you check the cost of how to make this? Because it was actually a very, very beautiful project where you can just imagine how many containers are just left in the streets because mm-hmm. no one wants to use them. You can just use them and then just start creating your own project. Five to 10 that can earn you like at least 100,000 a year. So mm-hmm. this is just another brief way of just looking at how exposure can make you look at things differently because you're at home here looking at container like i'm done with this this just brought me my car this is just brought my stuff i'm done with it mm. but then someone else might look at it as opportunity oh wow mm. i have a container now i can make a house out of this so did you get this by staying in at home no we got this by traveling and, mm. and i'm sure someone else might look at a container as a billion dollar uh, project but obviously you haven't reached that point that point of exposure so it's just another simple way to look at exposure true Talking about that, I remember there was this guy. He was once the richest guy in Tanzania, mm-hmm. and he became rich first by exposure. You all know, you all know him, uh, Dr. Reginald Mengi. Oh yeah. He sure. once explained this story that mm-hmm. he went abroad, and then after going abroad, he saw people are putting water in the bottle. But here in Tanzania, there was no one doing that. There was no one producing bottled water. Ooh. Yeah. So after he saw that. He said, okay, this is something that I can go to Tanzania and do it and make money. Yeah. But how did he know all about that? Mm-hmm. He traveled. During that time, people were using this water from the plastic bag, yeah. like the nylons. Yeah, we used nylons. to call it Kandoro's water uh, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So he came, he started bottled water, and he made a lot of money just, just by that, you know. And all that came from exposure, came by traveling. I'm sure he saw those kind of stuff probably in movies. Mm. But he didn't take action until he saw it by his mm-hmm. own eyes. Mm-hmm. Man, exposure is crazy, bro. Exposure is very crazy. It's like, you know, I don't know how to say this. I don't know if it's a bad way or a good way. But it's like you're on top, then you're watching things from downstairs. You're like, this <laughs> is Tanzania, then you're there watching how life is going. Even in terms of opportunities, in terms of work, exposure but, is... But then, better. just because we're talking about how Tanzania is at the bottom, some people come to Tanzania... And they're exposed to different stuff. Mm-hmm. They're exposed to how people eat, their food, the the activities that we have here. So it's just not because of a country. It's just because of as a person. Exposure doesn't mean like Tanzania is bad. You could go to the villages, as you said, mm-hmm. and yeah. learn, to be honest, as you say, appreciate life. Personally, whenever I see someone like that's in the village or like when, a, when you're traveling by car, like you just it just makes you appreciate life. So that's enough exposure for me to come back at home and sit down and say, Thank you, God, for what you've blessed me with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, yeah. that 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 themselves that that just that there is enough exposure. But enough talking about exposure, and obviously we we'll still talk about exposure. But then I want to I want to know personally, since you have something big as a marketing company and a study abroad scheme, mm-hmm. how do you balance your time studying and obviously managing your own company? Okay, <clears throat> one day I was talking with my my business partner Joshua. And he was like, bro, why are you not sleeping? You sleep at three, you wake up at six. Bro, what's wrong? One thing I can say, when you do something that you love, 
you will never get exhausted. If you do something with a burning desire inside you, you will never get that laziness. So what I can try say here is I manage studying and I manage working because the first thing I can I can make clear here is because I love the work I'm doing. You know, studying is there, but I don't know if it's... <laughs> I love what I'm doing. Yeah, That's why I was even able to pay the price to come back in my country. Yo, I was in my country for six months without my parents knowing. Wow. That's, Damn. Yo, no risk, no story. Bad boy. I, I'm a very good boy. <laughs> my, dad, my, my dad is... You know, sometimes parents, parents are, are, are squeezing us not to do things, you know? But they don't know that we're going to do big things in future. You understand? True. What I'm trying to say, no risk, no story, but learn how to calculate your risk. That's why I was, I did not leave school. I kept on studying because my dad was paying fees. I was waking up at 3 a.m. because in India, some hours are a little, a little bit ahead. So I used to wake up at 3 a.m., study. When the day starts, I was very, very tired because I had no sleep last night. Because, because, but because what I wanted to do in, 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 the, in the next part of the day was something that I loved to do. It was something that had a burning desire inside me. <clears throat> That's why I was like, even if I'm tired from the education I had early in the morning, I'm going to go do what I love. I think that's the thing that kept, kept me moving every day because I had a hope that one day I'm going to be somewhere. One day, I'm going to... Man, I can say Dubai is my home right now. I think I paid the right price. Sometimes you, you, you get some calls, maybe in Mauritius, some university, <clears throat> want to give you seminars. Every in the morning, you understand? It gave me... How, how, how can I say this? But whatever the case... Uh, you made a very good point about mm. having that burning desire inside you that fuels you mm -hmm. to do to do what you love yes and i emphasize people i always tell people like you must do what you love you mm. have to follow your mm. passion because as you said if you do what you love you don't feel like it's work mm -hmm. so this one day i really had to be real with myself and i sat down and thought very deeply so i asked myself what i'm doing right now mm. and why am i doing it and then I had to think about the future. I had to take myself to the future. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm getting some money. I'm earning a living because everyone wants that, right? Mm -hmm. So I imagine, okay, what if I get all that money? What if I have everything that I ever dreamed of? Mm -hmm. Then what will I be doing? What's next after that? Mm -hmm. I have all the cars. I have all the houses, all the women that I want. I have everything. Mm -hmm. What next will I be doing? So I thought of it and then that's when I found my passion. Mm -hmm. And then I'll ask myself, okay, why don't I start doing it right now? Yes. Why am I wasting time on doing all these kind of stuffs that I wouldn't want to do them when I've made it? Mm -hmm. So I realized that at the end of the day, you have to follow your passion. You have you need to have a purpose that you'll be able to do it. Even if no one is paying you, even exactly. if you're making no money, mm -hmm. like me and Mount here, we are doing this. We are always spending money. We have, since we started, we have just been putting money in. Mm 
mm. buying equipment, buying cameras, buying all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we're not making anything in return. But we're still doing it because we love it. So no matter what, no matter if we make money or we're not getting paid, we still keep doing this because we're doing this for the people. Mm. We're doing this, hopefully, that mm. just one video will help someone. Yeah. Someone out there will watch this video and say, okay, because of that video, I followed my purpose. Because of that video, I learned something about exposure. Because of that video, Pizzo inspired me mm-hmm. to travel somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so that's like a purpose. So no matter who is watching, no we'll keep watching, doing it. Yeah. We'll keep producing the videos. We'll keep inviting guests here, mm-hmm. no matter what. <laughs> so as we have seen from our analytics, mm-hmm. most people who watch watch us and watch our content are mostly young people mm. some of them they're from 16 25 years old and few of them they're above 40 mm-hmm. so what advice do you have for the people who are watching who are 18 who have not who have not yet gone to university what mm-hmm. advice do you give them in terms of balancing their mm-hmm. university life and business aspirations mm-hmm. what advice can you share with them First of all, find your desire. They, got, they have to find that burning desire. Because studying is already, is already hard. You guys know how university life is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. they need to find that burning desire. Once they find it, listen, pay the price. They have to be ready to pay the price. Not every day you'll sleep. You understand? Sometimes have that mentality that like, I'm going to work today. I'm going to work for all this month. All this month, Nita, I'm at 3 a.m., right? All this month, I won't, I only sleep for four hours. But have that deep desire and the hope that tomorrow there is a better day. You understand? There is a better future ahead. You understand? So mm-hmm. they have to have the burning desire. They have to be like they, they, they need to, to believe in themselves that they can do it. Let no one tell you that you cannot do something. Let no one. Because at the end of the day, they'll be doing some works. I've been seeing students maybe in Tanzania here. They are selling different things. Eh? People are like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, what are you doing? You are, you are getting a division one or three points. Eh? Now you are selling, you are selling things at, at university. Listen, if what you are doing is taking you more step ahead, if what you are doing is giving you something that no one can give you, just do it. Yeah, just do it. So let them be humble as well. At the end of the day, wherever you do, sometimes people do some things. Okay, you might be doing work while you're studying. Then you might be seeing your work booming very nice. And after that, you leave your way. A lot of people do that. They fo- A lot of people, a lot of youth, when they get money, they're like, they go of the cause you understand so they must have discipline they must have wisdom as well wherever they get money they need to have that burning desire so that it can keep them moving even when the studies get hard they will be like the studies are hard but i'm gonna do this no matter what people will say about me i'm gonna do this no matter what my teachers will say about this i'm gonna do it you understand this is what they should do but at the end of the day one among the most important thing these people should do, man, they should pray. God is real, yo. God is real. True. 
Yeah, and witchcraft is real and Satan is real. I don't know if the government doesn't, they, they say the government doesn't believe in witchness. But listen, witchcraft is there, the devil is there, and God is there. Yeah, yeah. And people don't understand, but let me just speak a little about this. A very, very little. Habibi. Habibti. It is a very deep thing that people should realize. Someone might be thinking bad about you now. Just thinking. And that thing can affect you. I want to speak about a very uh, short thing. I mean, a very good thing that a lot of people don't know. Uh, it's called the secret of water. One among the secret of water is that it has memory. Water can hear what people are talking. Scientists were in an experiment. They took the water in the uh, which was from the spring, okay. Then they took it under the microscope to test it. Okay. They found the particles very very clean. And then. They took the water, which was from the pipe holes. You know the pipe holes in Apita Apa, in Apita Kariako, it goes, you understand? Yeah, it yeah. means it observed different energy from cows, from people. You sure. understand? Just that thinking. Have you, uh, people don't know this, but Kini, there are sometimes you must, you might be going to eat something, then after you eat something or you drink something, your mood goes down. The person who was preparing the food used the water that observed the energy of the cooker. You understand? And at the end of the day, you feel me? It's a very complicated thing. You can go on YouTube then check the secrets of water. That's some deep thinking. Mm, that's a very yeah, deep, yeah. deep thing. It's what I'm trying to say. You must pray because you do not know who is thinking what about you. You understand? You, listen, God is real and God is important because at the end of the day, you are going... They, 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 our parents were teaching us to always pray before we eat. It was very meaningful. You might be staying here you're having a good desire. Yo, today I'm going to work so hard. Today I'm going to achieve my goal. But the person beside you is very disappointed. The person beside you is like giving up. And that person transfers that energy to the water that you're going to drink before you go work. At the end of the day, when you go work, you're tired. You feel disappointed as well. So what I'm trying to say, we, the world is very, very complicated. Very, very complicated. So whatever the case, you must pray. If you believe in your God, you'll pray. Pray day, pray night. Pray. Kumbuke mungu wako. Toa sadaka. Kwa sababu gani? The world is complicated. Uwezi ukajua ni kitu gani. Kinaweza kwa kuaffect. Sisi ni vijana mbotu na pambana. We are trying to live our life. We are trying to be the best at the, uh, at the future. So, when we keep on praying, God is avoiding us from a lot of things. Trust me. There are things that we might, we uh, we always think that we know, but at the end of the day, we don't know. True. You see, there are a lot of things going on in this world. A lot of things. So, here, we will never finish. Mm. But pray, be wise, have discipline, remember God, remember the people in need. And when you do those things, you say you are studying while you are walking, automatically you start seeing, you start be seeing success. So keep on doing that. That's what I advise these people to do. Another way that, uh, another, like looking at how to manage your time by studying and obviously if you have any business aspirations. I remember I was talking to Musa, I was like, oh, he was like, because I, I must have told him about something that I'm doing and he was like, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. I've, 
he explained to me like if you don't have time just do this and this and this like prepare your to-do list do this minimize your uh delegate your tasks to do this at this time and this time and this time the more i did it the more i was like oh so i do have time so if you prepare to do this let's say he I was talking about let's say posting on social media mm-hmm. if you have content to post on social media you can schedule your posts and there's simple simple ways to do everything mm-hmm. just because you see it's hard find find a way to simplify it another way to simplify it is by managing your time saying this time i'm going to study this time i'm going to work same time you said at 3am you, you you woke up and you started to study by this time your body automatically knows that when it gets to 3am i'm going to wake up i'm going to study and then i'm going to go to take a nap after taking my nap, I'm going to go work. So the more you start doing it, your body will adapt to it. So don't think that you, you can't do it. It's your mind. Stop stop letting your mind get into your head and telling that you can't do it. Start doing it. Start doing it. End of the wow. day, tomorrow you're going, to see, you're, going to see, you're going to see the results. We're doing this not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. But end of the day, we have belief and we have the desire that mm-hmm. we want to help people. We're talking about how helping people, you feel the joy. Mm-hmm. Personally, as Musa said, we have been spending a lot of money on... For these, for you guys to get these type of values, but one thing I think Musa forgot to say is personally, I think I I have seen some returns, not financially though. The returns we have been seeing that Musa has been seeing, we have been seeing, is the messages. Mm-hmm. We have some messages from people telling me, "Bro, I learned a lot from that. I promise you that the, that itself is enough money for me. That itself is gonna make me wake up tomorrow, go do do a shoot with Fizzo." That mm-hmm. tomorrow is going to make me wake up tomorrow, put some more money into this. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So as soon as I see those type of messages, because it's not one person, it's not two people. Musa yesterday was telling me, oh, Monty, I've been seeing some feedback. I'm like, bro, please send it to me because I want that to, to keep fueling me up. Because yeah, yeah. the same way you're saying, um, you have people that when they wave to you, mm-hmm. that's your money. Sure. That's you saying, yes, I'm getting started to get blessed. Mm-hmm. So end of the day, guys. As soon as you find your desire, mm-hmm. I promise you, your body will adapt to it. We have been doing shoots here. We have gone out. We have went out to go have fun. Three a.m. and then we had to wake up at five a.m. to come do this. <coughs> if it was any other random person, for example, let's say Fizo, it's not something that you do. This, this is not what you do. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to wake up to come here. Yeah. But then it's something that we love to do. So we wake up at five a.m. saying, "No, we still have to go do it." And promise you, we did it. And it's an episode you guys have already watched. You guys are not know. <laughs> But it's an episode <laughs> you guys already watched. Mm. But uh, yeah, just manage your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very, it's very very important to to manage your time, uh, as as Monty said, and and also one thing Philo said, he said like, if you help people, it's gonna come back to you, and that's one thing that I've been living with all these years, and I also told Monty one day that I believe a hundred percent that. If you help someone, it's going to come back to you. Like, 100%. I have no doubt about it. We are, we are doing this. We don't get paid. We're just providing value. But just imagine, for me, I never spoke on a camera before. When Monty told me, let's do a podcast, I thought of it, how am I going to speak in front of the camera? I didn't know anything. I've, I was always shy. I could not even speak to people. You know, I was like an introvert. But then, when we started doing this, our main goal was to help people. Literally, did I know that I was also helping myself, overcoming my shyness, overcoming my fear. The first day that we were shooting here, we couldn't even talk. I remember there are some days that we came here, Monty sat there, I sat here. We could not talk anything and we left. We didn't shoot anything. Yeah. Just because 
of the fear of cameras and stuff mm. like that. So just by providing free value, trying to help people, we have also helped ourselves. Right now, we can talk, we can speak. Mm. We, we, we couldn't do that, Fizzo. I feel, you. First I day, feel you. Man, it was crazy. Yeah. And I cannot imagine two years from now Ooh. where we're going to be. And as we said, we're going to keep doing this. Whether we're, whether we're being paid, whether we're not get, getting paid, we are doing this for God's sake. Amen. As Philo said, mm-hmm. if there's God, there's evil. They are both, it's, it's a both way traffic. There's this, mm, the law of Isaac Newton. Mm. I don't know what, what law is it. It says, for every action, there is an equal and opposite there's reaction. There's an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So, so if there's evil in the world that everyone has seen it, mm-hmm. there's a lot of evil in this world. So there must be another force, another good force mm-hmm. on the opposite side. Yep. Uh, and today when we're coming here, we are on a bajaj when we're coming here. So we're talking about something. We are on the road, right? So Monty was using his phone, mm-hmm. was trying to to read the question that we're going to ask you. Mm. And then he was hiding his phone like this. Mm. And then that driver of, of the Bajaj was like, hey guys, there, there are no thieves here. No one will steal your phone here. Then I looked at him. I was like, how do you know that no one no one going to steal mm-hmm. from here? Mm. So you better think like, okay, there are thieves here. And then you'll be happy if there are no thieves than to think that, like, there are no thieves here and then just someone come and take your phone mm-hmm. so the same thing with god mm. it's better that you think that there is god when i die in the afterlife yeah. there is god and yeah, then go ready. there and not find him mm. then think like there is no god and believe god does not exist and yeah. then you go there you find him <laughs> sitting looking at you <laughs> like hey man mambo vip <laughs> yeah <laughs> just imagine man yeah. you're gonna shit yourself man yeah so when we look about studying abroad, I mean, it's you, we talked about how you can create your own destiny. We talked about how we can give you exposure. We talked about how you can learn a lot of stuff. But then we also mentioned something called networking. And we've talked about networking in our previous episodes. If you haven't, please go watch it. Um, but that's for all of us to discuss. What do you think, uh, when we talk about networking, how can someone network when they go abroad and how like why should they think that that network is going to help them at some point because some people as you said ignorant some people are ignorant some people might go to another country and say that as soon as i'm there nobody's like me no why should i have this network why should i have this number but then how can this networking play a key role in creating their destiny when they're studying i will start with an example okay i'll start with an example i went to dubai okay this brother of mine called Eno Stewart, uh, please let me just give this guy a shout out. Okay. He saw me from a video on Instagram. So when I went to Dubai, I met him. Though I didn't meet him just because of studying, but whatever the case, it is studying because I went to Dubai for the purpose of education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Eno gave me different knowledge, different, you know, he's older than me. But what I'm trying to say, cutting the long story short here, networking is the same as connection, right? Yeah. Connections are so important in life because they cut your way to success short. That's the first thing. Yeah. 
the things that I was supposed to learn for 10 years, connection can make me learn those things for two minutes. You feel me? You know, it's like, this is how you fly a drone. He helped me to buy my first drone. It was, I was with my, my other brother, Alan. Shout out to him. He's the good brother of mine. Whenever I go to Dubai, he's like, Fadil, you should have to do this and this. The guy who even uh, helped me to make my first video. Habibi, if it was not Alan teaching me how to create videos, yeah. but because of, because of meeting a person, I didn't know this person. I didn't know this brother of mine. I call him a brother right now because he really is. Listen, connections can help you reach your destiny as fast as you can. Connection is even very, very important than money. Here's the short testimony. I just have to say it, man. True. Listen, when I went to Dubai, or most of the times when I go to Dubai to work, or when I go to any country to work, I me, I never stay in hotels. And I admit it. I never stayed in hotels. The hotels which I was supposed to pay like 5,000 USD per month. I don't stay in those hotels. I stay at my students' accommodations because of the connection I built to them. You understand? Connection is very important because if there are places you are supposed to pay money, if you have connections, you will not pay money. You understand? Here's the good reason. I mean, a good example. Another good example is this. You can go to a place where you need a very uh, unique thing. Like, it's a very unique product in the market. Okay? And it's, it, it, is in, it is very limited. Right? Yeah. You are having a shop. You're having a shop. I'm a stranger. And he is your good, good friend. But I'm a stranger. I got no connection with you. But he has connection with you. You feel me? Here's the thing. If I come to buy that limited stock, I'm in need of it. And I'm a stranger. And he is not a stranger. He is a person you guys have a, connect, a connection with. And it's a very, very limited stock. You understand? Bro, would you give it to me or to him? To him. Because of the connection. Yeah. Despite me having all the money. You feel me? True. So connection will buy things money cannot buy. <coughs> Sometimes you don't need money. Sometimes all you need is connection. So what I'm trying to say, it is not only through studying abroad. You understand? Even this social media we are using right now, Monte. Hmm? Yeah. These social medias help us to get connected. One day I went to the bank. Okay? When I went to the bank, I was going to pay for the school fees of one of my students. There were a very, very long line there. One of the bankers came. I see your videos. I see your videos. Please come. Come to my office. She was the manager of the bank, man. Mm. I didn't. I, the transaction that I was supposed to do for three hours, I did it for like five minutes. And I... Connection. You feel me? So what I'm trying to say, connection... Is very important. And these people watching this podcast right now, they have to understand that connection is even more important than money. Connection will save your time. Connection will make you learn things you are supposed to learn for 10 years. Connection will make you learn, not only connection, connection and networking will make you learn these things within a very short period of time. Hence, it will help you like reach your destiny even faster than before. So we... we Every day, I was telling my friends that every day, make sure you connect to one person, like for we who do business, okay? Because business is networking. Make sure per week you have even 
10 con- new contacts in all you, 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 I know it's, it's sometimes bad but you can have this phone special for work then every day when you reach people hello how are you hello do this they should you should learn how to talk to people connect to as many people as possible because you never know who will help you at what time one last example my friends Yesterday, and this is a very live example, even any very live. Yesterday, I was shifting to my new place, I told you. Yeah. Uh, I was shifting to my new accommodation. So, I went to greet one of my friends uh, at Sinza. So, I was parking my car, then making stories. Then, on the other uh, side of my car, there was this uh, pickup. I was in need of a pickup so that I could shift my stuff. So, my young brother told me, bro, we are looking for a pickup. Can we ask these people, maybe they, 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 they do work with their pickup, which is parking, because were, those people are getting into the car. So I, I dropped down my window and was like, bro, hello, hello. When that guy opened the window, I found it's the guy who I studied with at A-level. Wow. <laughs> he was like, bro, long time to see you. So I, I dropped down. It was raining, but I went to greet him. We were so happy. The thing of shifting my stuff, was supposed to cost like a hundred shilling, like 50 USD. But because I knew him, all I had to do was pay for fuel. Oh. You understand? <laughs> what I'm trying to say, connection will help you in million ways. But at the end of the day, it's not only about connection. Learn who to build with connection. On the other side of the coin, last year in 20... Last year was 2022, right? I lost more than 10k USD in uh, one of my projects because the people that I had connection with were not good people. Okay. <laughs> you you must understand that people are manipulative. It was a very tough time of my life. To some people, it might be a little amount of cash, but to me, it was a very a big amount of cash. It affected me. But what I'm trying to say, learn who build connection with and pray for the people around you pray for the people around you because people around you can change at any time you understand you might just be chilling but you we might not know we uh, not know what people are going through yeah yeah someone can be having a very tough time and you live here your money then they run with it so at the end of the day build connection as much as you can but at the same time take precaution for the people you're building connection with Fizo explained it very clearly how big connection is and how good connection, how where connection can get you or where networking can get you. And I keep saying this to you guys. If you guys want to network with us, if you guys want to connect with us, just drop us a text at our pages. We have our MAOD podcast page and we have our personal pages. I promise you, I keep opening my requests. I never leave anyone blank. If I do, it's either I forgot to reply or it's like just I'm busy. And another thing you guys should consider that just because you text someone and they don't reply doesn't mean that they don't want to talk to you could mean a lot of things they're sick they're busy there's some things going on but end of the day talking about us if you guys text our podcast page we'll reply how many how many people have you replied to so far a lot and this is just because not because oh we have the time no it's because for you guys we will make the time for you guys that think our content is very valuable we'll make the time for you guys whatever you want to know we have had people asking us questions about how can we do this how can this happen for example we had someone asking asking us how can they maintain a discipline while going to the gym I promise you, Musa took his own time to prepare a whole message on uh, even the routine, how they should follow it. This is not because, oh, 
Musa wants to talk to them or anything. It's about we are trying to help people. We're trying to network. We're trying to connect. Connect with us. Follow us. Follow Fizo. Follow Musa. Follow me. We will talk to you guys. We will network. We will connect. End of the day, one day, I might need you. Or one day, you might need me. So that's how big <coughs> network can be. It's a very big blessing, as you said. Some people might just see themselves as our viewers. But this is a connection, you know, because we are speaking words and they are listening. That's enough of a connection. And in this age, 2023, there are a lot of ways to connect. And one of the ways that we are connecting with people is, sh is through talking and sharing content right now. Yeah. So, as Philo said, when you go to university, you have to build your connections. You need to develop your network from the university. Because after that, those are the people that are going to be your contacts. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that are going to help you in life. For example, right now, when I was in university, I built a lot of connections. I built a lot of friendships. Today, let's say I want to go to South Africa. I just call one of my friends within South Africa. Mm -hmm. Same way, I want to go to Zimbabwe. I have a lot of Zimbabwean friends. So I might stay in a hotel or I might stay with them. All that is because I built connections. Mm -hmm. So connections are very, very important. So guys, uh, we cannot emphasize this enough. And me and Monty, we have a full episode, a full one-hour episode that you can go and watch where we talk about the importance of networking and connection. As you know, this is like 100% true. Your network is your network. Who you network with, that's who you are. So if you hang out with three brokies, you're going to be the fourth one. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Also, the opposite is true. So, it's very, very important to connect with people who you share the same goals, you share the same vision. You can go, there, there are a lot of ways to connect. You can connect through same interest. Like, for example, we connected with Fizzle today because we all, we all wanted to do a podcast. So, if you like football, you can go and play football. Mm -hmm. If you like golf, you can go and play golf. You know, a lot of people do business deals just by playing golf. If you like swimming, you can go to swim. You'll meet like-minded people. You just have to find a common ground where you can connect with, dif with different kind of people. Yeah. Don't forget that your network is a network. I cannot emphasize this enough. So, Fizo, hmm. what advice? You know, give us some wise words as I've seen you are, you are a very, very wise guy. So. <laughs> Give us some wise words that you can share with the audience today that will help them to make their own destiny. Just give us those nuggets, the mm. best nuggets. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, I'm grateful for this chance and I believe what the phones are. The first thing, first thing, always number one, God, man. God, uh, you might make your plans, but if you do not make your plans with god's ways at the same time without including god it's easy for you to mess up so number one thing for you to succeed and the number one thing for you to reach your destiny is to include god in everything that you do number two is discipline just have discipline discipline is doing is, is not doing what you're supposed to do even if you feel like doing it Sometimes our feelings are more stronger than our control. But Habibi, just try. Try as much as you can. Number three, patience. 
patience is a very very hard thing to a lot of vagina nowadays hold on reduce that speed chill relax usifanye vitu kwa kupurupuka have patience it took me 2 years i've been working then mekuja kufungua my company after 3 years patience was a key it's not that i couldn't but i was patient sometimes it's important to buy time before you do some things so even if you see your things are delaying hold on no matter how hard things are be patient never give up just be patient number 3 what i can say every day make sure you learn learn how to live with people learn some new skills i know it's a very tough thing people to do but listen it's a very important one why is it important i said before you reach as far as you understand so for you to move forward for you to move forward you need to understand more and nowadays the world is so beautiful man there is youtube there is a lot of website that can make you move forward so listen make sure you understand as much as you can because here's the simple example my brothers okay let's say there's a teacher here teaching us and he says 1 plus 1 is 2 okay then while he was teaching i was distracted so i did not understand you understand because i was distracted i did not understand what the teacher said that 1 plus 1 is 2 but you guys maybe you listened to him and you understood him and the exam comes and let's say that exam the winner is going to get 10 million usd hmm just a simple thing you understand what i'm trying to say i will lose that because i did not understand yeah you understand i did not understand what i'm trying to say understand as much as you can one more thing make sure the friends around you are your motivators do not be the motivation to your friends if you your friends if if you are motivation to your friends and you are comfortable sitting around them you are in the wrong place damn yeah make sure you have people who when you look at them when you look at their lifestyle when you look at the way they live you are like eh i need to push harder i do not mean you have to compete with them or you have to be jealous of them no i mean you need to have those people around who you who motivate you to get to a better place the last thing i can say i have a lot of things i can say but let me just cut the long story short habibi habibti we're going through a lot in life but here's the thing jifanye mjinga sikuishi is the phrase i've been working with a lot of times where with a lot of people around us a lot of things are happening in life lakini jifunze and any learn to just okay let it pass no matter how people do bad things to you no matter how people do good things to you just jifanye mjinga sikuishi i do not mean only when people do bad to you no i mean even on the good days you might get massive success right now but if you pretend that you are the best guy with best brains you lose it be calm hold on jifanye mjinga sikuishi when people abuse you jifanye mjinga sikuishi 
keep on your lane when you are successful jifanye mjinga keep calm stay on your lane no matter what happens to you learn how to there's this guy who also says when the dancer doesn't know the time to leave the stage at the end of the day they will mess up True. so learn to chill sometimes it's okay you might go but learn kujifanya mjinga then sikuishi i've had fizzle here today i couldn't be more glad to have anyone else fizzle here has come today i've given us a lot of words of wisdom have given us value i don't know about you musa but i feel like he has provided a lot of value for you guys to learn i've learned myself pretty sure you've learned some two two or three things a lot learned a lot about we've talked about power of exposure power of networking power of living with people different 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 stuff that you can use to better yourself to shape your future i've personally taken some the few things in and i've learned that if i do this this way i will take it this way and another thing i can say is don't ever look at someone and think that you know a lot humble yourself be humble you you talk about your phrases that's very true because don't go somewhere thinking you're the best man in the room and i i, I saw a saying somewhere saying if you go to a room and you're the best man there you're in the wrong room you should always go to a room where you can learn more but this way you keep building keep building keep building your buildings going up going up so i can't stress it enough that this episode have been so valuable to you guys and i'm sure you guys have learned a lot yeah. and i appreciate if you guys just <coughs> give us a big like and comment down below what you think of fizzle on what you guys learned we're gonna leave fizzle's handles on the description make sure you guys go give him a follow and big shout out to him for joining us here today and giving us these free value for you guys i mean guys look someone has come all the way from where he lives to just come talk to you guys for you guys to learn so brother i can't stress it enough i'm just gonna have to thank you i really appreciate you thank for you. coming to this episode yeah 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 um it's been a very 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 valuable episode for you guys and i'm sure you guys have learned a lot the brother have left left his house to just come talk to you guys and give you free 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 valuable content mm -hmm. so please guys big shout out to him and i hope you guys can give a big like comment down below you guys have learned and share it to your friend to learn more so guys see you in the next episode